RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, everybody. What's up? This is my birthday party. Boom, boom. I should have had some some fireworks to 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 blow up up in this bitch for this bitch what's up everybody yeah we're hanging out let me make sure the microphone is working let's see you guys will tell me it does sound a little weird it looks okay right let's see what's happening with loop back I think it's good, and I'm very. I'm looking forward to tonight. You know, Mike Malloy, the great Mike Malloy, and the great Robin Kincaid are calling in in about uh, 25 minutes. And what else? We I have to lower. Let me lower the music because we don't have to worry about that tonight. I don't know how long the show's going to be tonight. Well, just, you know, we're just going to keep it loose, loose and and goose, just like. Uh, like my mother did on the day I was born. You know, my mother went to get a haircut uh, when she was having contractions. With I don't know why she did that. She went to get a haircut. She also went shopping. And then she went... She always tells the story that she got... She took a cab to the hospital. And she was taking it very, very casual, frankly. Um, I think my father was working, probably. And she was in labor and <clears throat> excuse me and then she told she whispered well halfway in the to the she she got into the cab she told the driver take me to i can't remember where it was born carson c peck memorial hospital in brooklyn it's not there anymore and uh so he went about his driving there and about halfway there she said she couldn't resist she said uh, guess what I'm having a baby. And he and he was like, Lady, you're not having it in my cab, are you? So yeah. And it was me. I don't know. Why would you go get your hair cut? Maybe she had the appointment anyway. On the day that maybe she was expecting going out for New Year's. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess her hair got messed up. But it was back in the day, you know, they used to knock people out and that was it. So it wasn't all this push, push. You know, they just knocked her ass out and then she woke up and it was like, here, here's your bitch. Here's your little lesbian. (laughs) Have fun, lady. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be a barrel of laughs. Here you go. All right, and let's see. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Also, uh, let me just do this, the um, the plugs before we get going. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That helps keep the show going and growing. If you want to have more unapologetic liberal talk, that's, I mean, we got, oh, Oh, no, I did. Uh, You know, for a second there, I just, I thought that I forgot to set the phones up. But I did. I did it. You see? You know why? I have to tell you, um, I have COVID. (laughs) Remember I was sick the other day? Yeah, I got COVID. So I, I was sick on the last show before Christmas. 
and I was telling everybody I wasn't feeling well. I I it was, I felt like I had a cold, and I was very tired. And I would have, and if I could have, I would have called in. I would have called in sick to my own show. But then I, uh, I think it was Christmas the next day or Christmas Eve, and. I was still not feeling well, and I was like, let me take one of these COVID tests before I go to my aunt's house, who's, she's, you know, 70 years old. So, I don't, worst, last thing I want to do is give it to, give her uh, COVID if I have it. And I was surprised, I, I had it. It came out positive. I did three tests in two days, and they were all positive, and I got Paxlovid. So, all I did was sit home and sleep and watched nothing because there's nothing on television even though there's 5,000 channels and everything I wanted to see is not being it's not available until like the middle of the week I wanted to see the uh, rise of, what is it Vlad versus Mohammed the rise of Ottoman something like that it's coming on uh, Netflix that looks good but it was not it's not available. All right. Yeah, I know. I feel okay. I feel okay. And that's only because I I got the booster. I got the shot and I got the booster. And I'm very glad that I did. I got it before Thanksgiving in preparation for Thanksgiving. And I'm glad because I would have been very sick. And I mean, I am, I'm not, I'm not dying. I'm definitely still isolating and I'm still positive, but yeah, I can breathe. It just felt like a be- very bad cold. So I suggest you all get the get the booster because, you know, I, got, I know I got this at f- when I went to the vet. Because when I went to the vet on Wednesday, no one was wearing a mask. And it was very crowded in th- at the vet because there were two emergencies, and which was terrible to see, of course. And, um, yeah, and no one was, even the doctor wasn't wearing a mask. I was wearing one haphazardly. It was like hanging off my nose and stuff. So no one, that's the way it is. People are, they're just taking it, eh, whatever. I could have done without getting COVID. I didn't want COVID. I'm sorry. I didn't want it. I don't want long COVID if I get that. I don't want to know down the road if this comes back and bites me in the ass somehow. I did, I just didn't want it. And I didn't want to spend my Christmas in bed. Alone, I should say. Watching nothing on television and, and sleeping. It sucked. And it's my birthday. So if it doesn't have to suck even more having the birthday on the 27th, then I, I had COVID on top of it. And have it. So... Christmas sucked. It usually does. So um, that's why I have, I figured, let me do the show tonight so I can see you guys. And you guys always make me feel like uh, pressing on another day. <laughs> I'm not even, I wish I was kidding. So, and I invited, thank, thank goodness, Mike and Robin took, uh, said yes to my invitation. And I feel bad because Robin has been doing radio all day. Okay, so Mike is off today. We, Robin and I filled in earlier. We recorded the show earlier. So we we recorded the Mike Malloy show earlier so we can do this now. So this show will be competing 
with the Mike Malloy show, but you know, you all have podcasts, so I hope so at least. And yeah, I don't know. Why am I rambling? I do have uh, I'm a little bit COVID brain. Maybe that's my thing. Uh-oh, and here comes you know who to say hello. So, okay, yeah, well, if you can, it's my birthday, so become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Okay, you could do that for once. Do something for me for once in your lives. No, you do, you do a lot for me. I'm only kidding. And you keep me going. And, uh, but yeah, we do need the practical realities of the show. Like, for example, the phone system. That is, uh, yeah, you got to pay for that stuff. So, anyway, my, I, I would hope maybe one day we can have a daily show at a set time. That might happen one day if, I don't know. Wait, this, this camera's not hooked up. This is weird. My cat cam is not is not showing anything. What the heck? Yeah, it's not working. Anyway, I've I had a lot of technical problems before, I have to tell you. I hope this isn't foreboding. It's very strange. The cat cam is not connected. Oh well. All right. Um let's see. Please, uh, if you can, like I said, patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Also, APS Radio News, that's a new sponsor and affiliate of Tara Buster. And uh, that would help if you support our sponsors and support and support the supporters. You know, we stick together, we win. Yeah, hit the like button. Thank you, Richard W. All that. This is really messed up. Wait, hold on. Let me take a peek. Yeah, just the way we roll. Hold on, Tara. I gotta have to move you here. I gotta move you. All right, relax. It's my birthday. Stop. Stop yelling at me. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? That's very bizarre. Everything is fucking like. Why does everything bug out? That sucks. Okay, I got it back. I fixed it. You know how I just unplugged it and plugged it back in? Uh-oh. And he's coming back. Anyway, all right. Listen, listen. This is not the show. It's embarrassing if it was. Oh, well, maybe it is. All right. Um, it's my birthday, so we're we're just going to we're going to have a wide latitude on me on and my um you know, just my foibles. But I will, if, if if you could do one thing, besides becoming a patron, you can also give the show a good review on iTunes and like and share and sh- share with your friends. Keep the show going and growing. If you, if you like the show, I know some people do like this show. I hear from you. I, you know, it's more like a community, frankly. It's like I'm up here talking and we're all hanging out and we're getting through this together. The last days of the American Republic. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's not the last days. But it's certainly something that we do need to get together and 
build a community around just to get through this crap. And uh, Mike and Robin should be calling in soon. I hope they will because I sent them, I sent them the call in numbers earlier. I didn't hear back from Mike, so I'm sure he'll call in. Mike is. That's the way he is. But, uh, like, for example, when uh, Robin and I, I mean, he's very reliable. When Robin and I were um, talking earlier today, uh, we were taping the Mike Malloy show, and, uh, you know, talking about this, what's his name? George Santos character. There's, uh, and And more is coming out. But he is... He is the shining example, you know, lim- living proof that Republicans have zero integrity. They have nothing to offer. There's no low too low. And I was stunned as we were recording the show today. I, I guess this clip resurfaced. Let me play it. It's Kevin McCarthy. Because if the, for those of you who don't know, George Santos is a congressman elect New York. He was he he won one of these New York seats that uh, were pivotal in giving the Republicans the House. And he's he lied. He's just a filthy liar. He fabricated his history. I mean, and we talk about this all the time. They're all frauds. They are all a bunch of frauds from Marjorie perjury trader grains, business acumen from the from the con man's business acumen. Am I saying that correctly? To this guy who he fabricated his entire resume and his personal history, but there will be no consequences for him. In fact, Kevin McCarthy is silent. Because they need every vote. They need, he needs, see, Kevin McCarthy, all he cares about is raw power. And he needs this, this filthy, illegitimate fraudster's vote. And it's, uh, it's really, um, you know, it's a disgrace, frankly. But one of the lies that George Santos said, told, or uh, out of his lie hole, was uh, that he is Jewish. So... And bef- uh, the the thing is, so it's not even that George Santos is a liar and he tricked everybody. The Republican leadership knew he was lying. You understand? That's how much respect they have for the people they pretend to represent. They 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 and it was an inside joke with them. They laughed about it that he was you know what a what a. What a rap rapscallion he is. But uh, here's Kevin McCarthy. So one of, and like I was saying, yes, on the chat, he's Jewish. That's that's his um, his excuse now is that he's Jew. He, he, he found out that he has some Jewish ancestry. So he's Jewish, I-S-H. <clears throat> he's disgusting, but whatever. And But they'll take it. Republicans will take it because here's, Republican Kevin McCarthy, otherwise known as Tracy Flick, he's boasting about the Jewish members of the Republican caucus. Here we go. Where is it? Ah, damn it. See, I thought I was doing that very smoothly. Here we go. But I really want to talk about who's the makeup of this new majority. You heard from some of all already. 
You know, with Max Miller in Ohio, George Santos in New York, and you had David Kustoff from Tennessee get reelected. Mm-hmm. He introduced him. Do you realize we have the largest Republican Jewish caucus <laughs> in more than 24 years? What a joke. Not bad, huh? Yeah, huh? Not bad. Is that real emotion coming from him? I always feel so uh, dirty somehow. He's like a bad actor. You know, they've pantomiming human. Not bad. Does it, and you know what's even worse, though? This is what gets, I, and I know as we're discussing it, it's like I feel, I feel better in general that I'm not alone in this world. We have each other, but I, I, I got to remember that there's a lot of them, too. And shame on them. Shame on the Republican Party. And I'm sure you, this, this is the clip that's making the rounds, George Santos making excuses for himself. I, I didn't outright lie. So yeah. I've I worked as a customer service agent for six, seven Did months you? of my life or so, eight maybe. If ne- 10, some, 11? At some point in 2011, 2012. I'm still qualified. I, I still understand what I'm doing. That nobody can take away from me. So I, for this everybody guy is who's ever really, with something's me. wrong with him. You realize that? He's got some level of mental illness, clearly. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. I've never, ever. And what, and who is uh, this woman? I said I'd set out with to this do. Pla- did I plastic my smile. Yes, I did. And I'm did I? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. Yes, I did. And I'm sorry. What did he say? Yes, I did. Did I? Ever, okay. Uh, not done something I said I'd set out to do. Did I embellish my resume? Yes, I did. And I'm sorry. And it shouldn't be done. You're only sorry because you got caught. But he sounds like he's running for student council. This is, you're talking about the House, the United States House of Representatives. And think of the clown show that they've shoved into that, that one, you know, the halls of power. It's, it's honestly, it's insulting and it's embarrassing for to be, it really is embarrassing to be an American, but it's more embarrassing when I think, and I remind myself that people voted for him. They, they chose him. They deliberately chose it. They put their, their check next to this dude. And there's clearly something wrong with him. It's, 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 there's, there's words can't express 100% how I feel. But I'm He's the, victim. the same guy. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a cartoon character. I'm not some <laughs> mis- mythical creature that was invented. I, I'm no Russian puppet. I, I mean, meaning he's all those things. I'm not, you know, it reminded me. <laughs> I'm not a fraud. I'm not some mythical creature that was invented. No, you're an average, run-of-the-mill, tediously disgusting and dishonorable Republican. You're a you're as basic as they come. But it reminded me of this. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. 
politicians who think spending, trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in office. Ah. I'll go to Washington and do what you'd do. That's Christine O'Donnell. I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I approve this message. I'm not a I'm you. I'm you. I'm not a witch. And that's what he's trying to say. Don't we all lie? Don't, don't we all just fabricate pathological lies out of our mouths constantly in the pursuit of power? Don't we all do that? Aren't we all chameleon shapeshifters who can't be trusted? I'm you. This is his excuse. It's the same old I'm not a witch excuse. <clears throat> Where is it? But I really want oh, to talk wrong about Wrong one. What am I doing here? Who's the makeup of this new No, wrong one. Wrong one. Come on. I'm hitting the wrong. I have like two screens open. That's why it's getting confusing. Where is it? Here we go. I, I didn't outright lie. Speed you did. And it's, 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 there's, there's words can't express 100% how I feel. But because you're so, I'm you're, the, you're the victim. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a cartoon character. I'm not some myth, mythical creature that was invented. I, I'm no <laughs> Russian puppet. I mean, meaning he's a Russian puppet. Who is saying he's a myth mythical creature that was invented? I'm not a fraud. Yes, you are. You're a fraud. And, you know, Republicans are, oh, they always say how we need to run government like business, right? Isn't that their big thing? Make government, you know, got to get a businessman in there and, and always a man, usually 90% of the time. Uh, and, you know, you need somebody who uh, is good at business. Well, if you... If you got a job in a in corporate America and they found out that you fabricated your resume, you'd be fired. You would be out. That would be it. I worked at Food Network years ago and they, they went through a process of hiring a new creative director, I remember. And uh, he, they hired him. They offered him the job. He quit his other job. And the day before he was going to start, they, for I guess the background check or something, came back and said that he hadn't finished his degree. Though he, on his resume, he he said that he had obtained a degree, but in reality, he was just a few credits shy of of uh, getting his degree. And they they fired him. They rescinded the offer. He was SOL. Because it's about character. He, if he had put on his resume that he was a few credits shy of receiving his degree, I'm sure they would have continued with the process, the interview process, and maybe given him the job. I mean, he got that far. But it was a matter of character. When you lie... What does that say about you? And he's lying about things that not only can be easily checked, but you you don't need to lie. Why would you say you're you you're Jewish? It's it's this is the way Republicans are. What we talk about it all the time. They are it's a it's a performance art for them. It's like Trump, you know, wanting to win the Nobel Peace Prize or 
or Trump um, flat, uh, talking about his, what is that, his degree from Wharton, right, Wharton Business School, which he never took a test. He paid people to take the tests for him. He never wrote a paper, but he wanted the degree. So he can say, I went to Wharton Business School. You see, they want to have, it's just like with uh, civilization, just like with, with, uh, with a country. You know, they want all the benefits of civilized society, but they want none of the responsibilities we have to each other. So there you go. He's another case in point. But what will happen to him? Because, and, and this is not even, uh, I'm sure it's not, uh, it's, I'm sure it's pure coincidence, but right before all of this, I think it was, was it before? No, it was as, just as the New York Times reported uh, the, his lies, the article came out about all of his lies, simultaneously the, he was tweeting his support for Kevin McCarthy. Now, if that's not a calculated move, I don't know what is. Because he knows what he's dealing with. He knows that Kevin McCarthy is a cynical, self-seeking, self-dealing Tracy Flick. And um, it doesn't matter what he is. They just want they just want a Republican in that seat. You know, and I saw I saw a local news report. Where they were interviewing people, of course they do. They got to do the both sides thing, and they were saying, "Well, what do you think? Um, should he be sworn in?" And then, of course, they had to have they had someone. Of course not. You know, he's a liar. He needs to. He needs to. Uh, you know, uh, resign or whatever the hell you do when you're the the congressperson elect. And then they had some other lady saying. Oh, well, let's just see what he does. You know, give him a chance. Because he's that's the way it is with Republicans. It's okay if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter. They don't have any ethics. They have no morals. There are, they, they have no decency. They have no honor. And he just wants to move on. You know, so, oh, so what? I lied. I fabricated my my entire backstory. So what? I'm you. I'm not a witch. I'm you. For crying out loud, Putin could really go pound sand right now, and, and <laughs> it's incredible. Be dug under it. I don't care. Like like I said. Oh, those are tough words. All these horrific things that are being said about me. Now, the one thing I will say is, I'm sorry for having had a life, for having had a complicated life. Oh, maybe I married. Yeah, I did marry young, and I married a young woman at the time, and we it's incredible. Much were in love, and then we weren't because guess what? I decided after a long time, like many who don't, to come out and say I'm gay, and I'm not going to lead you along, and this is toxic, and this relationship isn't going to work, and I set myself free, and I set her free, but I challenge all 434 members of Congress, aside myself, in the House, to go through the same litany test I just went through last week. Open yourselves up to the media. Let them dig deep and pull in your <laughs> deepest secrets. If we did that, we wouldn't have a single congressman I in the doubt House. That. And I bet you we wouldn't have a single yeah. senator in the Well, because Republicans, everything. Happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas. Everything is a confession or a projection. He, he just assumes that everyone is as unethical as he is. 
All right. Who's on the phone? Hello? Who's this? Hey, Tara. Happy birthday. Oh, hey. hi, Robin. Robin. Nice to see you. Thank you for calling in. I know that um, it, it didn't come up. Your name didn't come up in the queue. That's why it just says guest. So I didn't know I, if who it was. It was you or Mike. Mike didn't call in and he didn't text me back. So I'm, I hope uh, he's going to call in. I hope everything's okay, you know. I hope he's. Uh, well, I can, oh, I wait, can, wait. I can tell you that the internet. I see him. I see him. Hold on. Are you okay? Where are you? You sound a little muffled. Oh, I'm fine. Okay, hold well, on. I'm, I'm going to get I'm Mike the on the Okay, I'm going to get Mike on the phone. Hold on. Mike? Hello? Hello, Mike? Uh oh, I think you're muted, Mike. Hmm. Somebody's on the phone. Are you there, Robin? No, I can't hear this. Unmute. Oh, hello? Wait, hello? Hello, yes. Oh, okay. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, I don't know. I, I, it's very Sarah. rare. Uh, hello? Who's this? Yeah, this is Mike. No, I know. I okay, great, great. I was hoping it was you because <laughs> I'm trying to. What the? I, I didn't know what to do with the phone. I'm just trying to figure out the phones. It wasn't. It's. I don't usually have two people you're, on at the same time, so I was. I was hitting the wrong button. Fig- you're. <laughs> you're trying to figure out the phones. What the hell is this? What happened? I, mean, like, <laughs> I have well, no idea. I'm just trying to punch in the right numbers. I know. It's annoying. Twelve digit that. Right. It's first you have to put. And, you know, yeah. what, what religion are you? And, you and know, then the Jesus troll comes out Christ. and asks you, uh, ask you a, a riddle. And well, happy, happy thirty fifth birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. Wait, is, is Robin yeah. on the phone? Robin, are you? Can you hear? Yeah, I'm right oh, here. okay, I'm okay, good. Now. Just making sure, making sure I get, I did everything right. That's all. So. Hi, Robin. <laughs> hey, Mike. How are you? Uh, well, I was okay until I tried to call uh, Tara's show, and then all hell broke loose. I what? feel like I'm having a nervous breakdown. Because you, you had to punch <laughs> how many? There was only, well, there's the phone number, and then there's the four-digit code, and then there's the five-digit <laughs> guest code. No, six. <laughs> No, six, all together. Six. Now listen. No, listen to me. Listen to me. All together, there are ten, fourteen. There are twenty numbers you have to punch in. Really? 20. All together? Really? And it and it and, and it relays through L.A. Really? Okay. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Really. Well, happy <laughs> oh, birthday. Really, well, that's all I asked. Say again. I said mine relayed through Mint. Right. Men. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Does it say that though? Does it say you're being relayed through? Uh, I don't know. I never called into the show, so I just hit the. All right. Hit. Now listen up. Listen up. Mm-hmm. Listen up. Listen up. Because all three of us like to talk. We're going to be over talking unless we take turns and yes. say right. over. Okay. Over when we're finished. Yes. But see, you didn't do it. You didn't do it again. Now mm-hmm. just wait a minute. Happy birthday, Tara. Over. Thank you, Mike. Over. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, Tara. Over. Yeah, Robin. See you how s- nice that works. Right. Yeah, ah, ah, ah. It's See true. How nice that works. 
it's, it's difficult right. to get to get people on because there is the, the the delay and all that so yeah but i appreciate you you know just putting up with it for a minute on my pathetic birthday show <laughs> so, so so what let me let me ask you so what's going on um two places first in in the city and second out in the country where robin is what the hell is going on with you two you having snowstorms or what me first uh no it's just very cold it's but i have covid that's the other thing i was <laughs> telling everybody because i was feeling sick um the, on wednesday and then i did a show that night and i was saying i don't feel well and then there you go the next day was it wednesday or thursday i don't know it doesn't matter and i oh no i went to the vet that's i got covid at the vet <laughs> That's what happened. Yes. I went on Wednesday. I was feeling sick Thursday. I did the show Friday. I know. And uh, yeah. And I got, and I was going to, I took the test and I have COVID. It's the first time I, I've had it. So yeah. And I've been in the house. Well, so. well you, have, you have, you have dog COVID? Cat no. COVID? <laughs> well, I got it from who knows, but. I went to the vet and no one was wearing a mask and even the doctors. No, it's like everybody just acts like it's over. I had and not, so I I had a mask, but it was like ha half off and just you know, I'm sure I got <laughs> it there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I do not go any place where there's more than uh, two other people unless I have a KN95 mask on. Fuck it. I mean, I'm not going to get sick again. I had this back in July. Mm. And, you know, believe, believe it or not, I still have a cough. Really? The cough, won't, yeah, the cough won't mm. go away. I'm not positive, but the cough won't go away. Now, if I were like Robin, Robin lives such a healthy lifestyle. She doesn't give a shit about anything. She just keeps <laughs> marching forward. Yeah. Never gets sick, right, Robin? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, just, just live it. The devil may care out here in the wilds of wild, wonderful West Virginia. And besides, you know, I'm protected by the clean mountain air that's full of coal dust i mean my neighbors are burning coal <laughs> COVID's at least my worries right hey robin did you do my show tonight yeah we uh, uh, tara and i did yes oh okay. yeah we had a, we had it we, we have a lovely we have a lovely time together uh, uh in your absence and we it's yeah. just a fun little fun little dialogue and we raised cane and ruckus and we had a blast Yes, thank well, you. Well, I figure this with 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 Robin and Tara co-hosting the Malloy program. If you take all three together, we probably had thirty or forty listeners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was counting on at least a dozen. <laughs> I was hoping. Uh, I know. It's, it's so true. Screw it. It's still fun, right? Yeah. It's still fun. We don't care. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we try. We do. We try to make a difference. I mean, I know we have people in the chat room now. They're very excited, and uh, they're Is happy. This a, mm -hmm. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you broadcasting now? Yes. Yes. It's oh on live. Oh my God! This is live. Yeah, it's oh, live. Oh Jesus, God, and Mary! I didn't know this was live. Oh, well, you... let me start over again. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you Tara. could curse. You could do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can. No, Robin does that. I don't. I don't do that shit. Robin does that. Right. Not me, man. Right. Not me. It's uh, been a while. I'm, though. The one, I'm the one. I'm the one with the filthy mouth. Right. Yeah, I learned. I, I learned all I know about cussing. I learned from Robin when she and I were on a boat together, way out in the middle of the goddamn ocean somewhere. Do you remember that trip? Oh, I tell you what, that was a, that was a, that was a hell of a trip. 
And she was talk about talk about seasick. We were we were in a typhoon. Oh, wow. uh, Tara. Uh, Yeah. Just Robin and me and two other uh, crew members. And we were on a 30 foot boat and the goddamn thing. I thought we were all going to drown. We were way out off Nantucket someplace. You remember that, Robin? Oh, I, I, yeah, I remember. And the and the tiller and the tiller broke. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, was this yeah, the liberal and, cruise? And, and, the, and we had to take no, no, take no. One of the crew, no, we had to take one of the crew members and use them for the rudder. You know, just held them by the leg and steered the boat until we could see re- by the land. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And everybody in the boat was so goddamn stoned, nobody knew what was going on anyway. So it really didn't make any difference. But oh, you know, God. we made it back. We made it back to shore without trying to call the coast guard. We didn't have any way to call the coast guard except maybe send up flares. And what? somebody had said, "Oh look, oh look, firecrackers!" and shot them all off at the same time. So Get we were kind of screwed. And, and, I... and, yeah, and we got back. We got back to shore with a terrible case of the munchies. Oh I never God. heard this. this is is this real? Are you are you kidding me? Is this did this really happen? Am I? <laughs> of course, of course it happened. You do you think Robin would lie to you? Do you think I would? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm very, sometimes I get gullible when people tell me stories. I'm like, really? And, you know, I, it, it's, it, it's look, full of... Look, one, one, one time you came and, and got me out of jail. That's yes. not a story. Well, so, that's, you know, that's okay. how we well, met. The, well, the that's, boat, yes. the, the boat isn't a story either. Oh, okay. Well, that's a no, real I'll tell, story. No, I'll, tell, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll tell everybody how we met. Yes. It was at a, uh, it was at a, um, a meeting in D.C. for the Occupy movement. Right. And and somebody told me, yeah, you want to meet this woman named uh, Tara Devlin. She's a tall, good-looking chick. Mm, that's nice. And I thought, oh, I thought, oh man, this is this is great. Okay. So I met you. Uh, the, we were all meeting at a bar. If you remember, a bar or restaurant. Yes. Remember, they yes. had an out had an outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. So I got there. And I don't know how I got there, but I got there and I saw this tall, good looking woman standing with combat boots and blue jeans yeah, on. And that was me. And a, and a flag jacket. <laughs> oh, shit. Is, is that her? And it was. And it turned out. It was. Exactly. It still is. Yes. It's true. That's a true story. That you know, there are. There, 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 there is still to this day photography from that evening, although yes. it has since it, it has since been classified. Right. Well, you. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really know Robin fully. Yeah. I mean, it's just what a what a long trip it's been, really, for Robin especially. Yeah, I, that was, I, I was, that was, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I was I was there in my Hemingway cosplay costume. Mm-hmm. Yes, you. Yes. Were. <laughs> Well, the, if I remember, there were some um, some real heavy hitters from the uh, peace and anti-war movement or whatever yep. the hell it was. Uh, it, it's so hard to keep all the movements straight all these years right. uh, that people have been struggling for uh, for decency and, and human rights and civil rights in this country. But I just remember being impressed with all the, the names that were there right. that I had – you know, I, I had been following through media for so many years, especially Robin Kincaid. I just thought, oh, my God, look at her. Uh, of course, it was different back then, yes. right, Robin? <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little different. Like I said, I was in my Hemingway cosplay costume. <sighs> you know, the big Yes. The big, yes. The and big, you the smoked. The big beard, the long hair. I remember how much yeah, you smoked, man. Oh, you smoked a lot, I remember. 
I used to be like, gotta Ooh. stop that. You smoke. All right. Well, listen, listen, yeah. listen up, listen up. I'm I'm a, on a small island off the coast of South Carolina. Really? And I have no I I have no idea what happened today. I heard that the Supreme Court. Uh, is upholding the Trump bastards, yes. uh, an, uh, an item 42 or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yes. Title 42. They did. They put a stay on it. So, yeah. I mean, they're not. What a What? Go ahead, Mike. I mean, what a, what, what, what a Christmas gift that is right. to, the, to the people that are that are trying to escape the bullshit that yeah. they're escaping in Central and, and, and South America. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I, sometimes I feel like what? You know what's the point in continuing to struggle? Right. But then I think about I think about Tara and I think mm. about Robin and I think just just that's keep true. on keeping on as long it's as really you can. True. It's really true. I mean that's yeah. I don't I I think the same way too, Mike. Because I'm like, you mm. know, does it even matter? But it does matter. It does, and yeah, yeah. It, it does. Yeah, especially yeah, for your does. daughter, you have to keep. I mean, I think there are certain personality types. I always say, I wish I could just tune out, but I have never tuned out, you know, and I'm sure you haven't either. Mm-hmm. So it's right. just not in our makeup to to do that. And we're the ones who, mm-hmm. you know, like when you got arrested in, in D.C. and, you know, putting your 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 ass on the line and speaking out and it and things do change. It may and slowly, slowly they do change because 10 years ago, you, when you think about it, um, you know, they, we still had don't ask, don't tell. I mean, all these things, a gay, uh, marriage and all that. I mean, th- mm-hmm. now it's, I mean, of course there's always a backlash, but it's, it does change, you know, little by little if we, we keep speaking out, but yeah, I mean, they, it's not to say that the cards aren't stacked against us. That's for sure. Because, I mean, this is what the the Nazis did with the with the courts too. They they shoved unqualified loyalists onto the court. It was part of the whole takeover, and the Supreme right. Court needs we that has to be dealt with. It really does, or we're in big trouble. We were, I mean, more than we already are, right? I, I always I always saw the Supreme Court rightly or wrongly, but I always saw it as the last stand for democracy, mm-hmm. and and it's just not it's not there anymore. I I, I don't know what to do. Um, uh, short of uh, well, I better not say, but mm. I, 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 <laughs> legally and peacefully, maybe. I always add. <laughs> right? Yeah, legally and peacefully. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, I, I don't know about. It's just just what? just as a, you know, one of the things that popped into my mind. The next time uh, Greg Asbot sends a busload of desperate people on the verge of the freezing to death to Washington D.C., somebody needs to be waiting for the bus to arrive and go. No, you've mm. got the wrong address, and give them Brett Kavanaugh's address. Right, right. Them, That's a good give idea. Give them the address, and give yeah, them that... Happy Thomas's address. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. That's and true. Send them, send them over to there because they're all really good Christians. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's what, the, and that's what the Democrats should say, don't They'll you know think? They know what to do. Mm-hmm. They're Christians. Yeah. yeah, they should say, "Well, yeah. we, we we sent them to you because you're gr- good Christians." Exactly. Right. You know, when I was well, a you stranger, know, I, I, you know, I, you welcomed me. Right? Isn't that right out of your Bible? So yeah. 
Yeah, and, I always I always try try to mention to people that um, and and any listeners tonight who listen to my podcast will have heard this a million times, but. It's not the Jews doing this. It's not the Muslims mm-hmm. doing this. It's not the the Hindus doing it. These are Christians, mm-hmm. and I was brought up, I was brought up in that faith. Uh, of course, I eventually came to realize it was uh, total bullshit. But I was brought up in it, and what I was taught was what uh, uh, what the Christian Messiah said about uh, you know, uh, as you do this to the least, these mm-hmm. are the least of my brothers. You do it to me, mm-hmm. and I just wonder. I can't help but wonder. These holier-than-thou, self-professed Christians, what the hell book have they been reading right. uh, where it concerns uh, what their Messiah said? He only – what did he have, Robin? Three sermons was all all he had, wasn't it? And, mm. uh, and that was – Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, Sermon on the Mount was a biggie. That, 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 uh, I think that one went platinum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would think, but you know, not by the way they behave. It's they certainly they always have to tell us this is what we were talking about this earlier. You know, they have to tell us all the time how how Christian they are and how much they love Jesus. But they never show us. You know, I'd rather. You know, isn't that the first rule of writing? Don't don't tell. What is it? Or show. Don't tell. Show me if I if right. If you are that if you're a big Christian, it should be in your actions it should be written all mm-hmm. over your your deeds. Your you wouldn't have to open your mouth. It, it would be you. Would, yeah. You would know, right? I really do wish mm. they were Christian, frankly, but they're not. I mean, well, I just, yeah. I, I I just hope that we can get past this part. Um, I've been talking to people lately who who know what a cynic I've become, and mm-hmm. the, the the comments seem to be, look, we're on the cusp. Even though it doesn't seem that way, we are possibly on the cusp. Uh, and one of the examples that they gave, the cusp of the breakthrough, uh, mm. through a lot of things. One of the examples they gave was the uh, uh, the fusion experiment that went so well mm. a couple of weeks ago, where more energy was produced than energy that was used to produce the fusion reaction. And that has implications that are just astonishing. Wow, yeah. If that if that if that can be developed to the point where it needs to be developed, um, that will answer every single energy problem. And if we don't have energy mm. problems, we don't have coal and oil and right. natural gas and all this other bullshit and, and ne- nuclear fission problems. And all of a sudden, people will no longer have to be struggling just to find something to eat or a place to stay. It'll right. it'll all be available so that's what i've been told you know don't don't mm. dwell too much in your bullshit malloy things may be on the cusp of getting better what do you think robin i think it's i think it's possible mike but i always worry about the pernicious influence of capitalism on yeah. anything good right yeah well, uh, we, you know we, yeah. we may we may be we may be days away from being able to uh i don't know print uh, 3d print entire human organs for transplant that won't be rejected and that's going to be great for Jamie Dimon. Yeah. You know, when yeah, he needs a new sure. liver. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Right. Oh, because God. somebody's I mean, going to have to get I've get paid, a, right? I mean, someone will be getting yeah, well, paid. And I've, got right? a, mm-hmm. I've got a slightly different perspective over the last couple of years because I try not to dwell on it too much. But there's just way too many people in this country who would like to put me in a camp. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure. Um, 
it gets a it gets a it's a it's a right. little distressing uh, watching entire I, you state know, governments I, you know pass you, laws and, specifically against my own existence. Right. And you know, I used to I used to like camp. <laughs> Yeah, this is not that camp, Mike. Oh, oh. Yeah, this is the one where I'm going to be over under the Southwest Guard uh, guard Tower selling loose cigarettes. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I don't like that kind of camp either. I thought you meant where you went boating and sailing and, 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 you know, hiking. You don't mean that camp. No, this this is more like, I I don't want to get on the train. Right. (laughs) No, I I hear that. I hear that loud and clear. I'm just bullshit with you, Robin. You know damn good. Oh, I know. I know. No, I do know. No, the the scientific advances and everything are absolutely wonderful. We just have to survive to see them. I mean, I I, I studied. I studied at the foot of a master cynic, Mike. Mm. Um, And it's like, hey, look, the fusion reactor's up and running. Oh no, somebody just set off an. Chain, right. chain reaction in Russia. <laughs> worrisome. It's yeah, it true. is. It is worrisome. All right, listen. I have to go find some potable water here. All right. <laughs> so what? What? You're at your. You're just taking the the week off for the holiday. Yeah, yeah. I decided to take four days off just just for a break. I, I usually don't take uh, a, a whole week during the year. And, uh, you know, because, uh, hell, it, it, uh, I, I'm, I'm on five nights a week, right? but I don't, I don't take a whole bunch of time off. I can't. You know, I just hate to uh, – I'm sure both of you feel the right. same way. You take a, night off, take a night off, you say, oh, shit, what happened? What That's happened? That's true. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I just decided to, to come down to uh, the low country and visit some relatives and then – uh, step off the uh, eastern part of the United States and see what's out here in the darkness. And it's, right. it's kind of scary, frankly, but, you know. <laughs> right. But you're in the land of shrimp and grits and all, all kinds <laughs> of yummy things. So, you know, enjoy it while you're there. I know exactly what you mean by saying you can't stand to take time away because every time, every time I'm gone for a couple of days, it's like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Okay, mm. where's the van shooting going to take place? Yeah, you know, where's, the, where's the where's the coup going to be? With the coup, right? right. <laughs> Just yeah, be and careful. You, and you wind up being a little bit snake bit about it, but yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you have to All disconnect. Right, well, listen, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling um, in. Oh no, my my pleasure and uh, happy birthday. I Thank don't know you. how the hell old you are, but are you going to tell us how old you are? Should I? I can. T- should I? I don't uh, know. What do you think, Robin? Nah, nah keep it a secret. I'll tell keep it to. You. I'll nah, tell you. Yeah, nah. uh, you know, I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell you off the air. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big. I don't know. I. I never really cared, but now I feel like. I don't know. Maybe it's something. Tara, I don't Tara, know. Who cares? Tara, I'm old. I've, I've got clothes in my. I got clothes in my closet older than you. So take a break, all right? <laughs> and you still look good in them, so good. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I'll Thank you, Mike. You. Take care. All right, I'll talk you. to you later. Okay. Have a great one. See you later, we'll, we'll Robin. Keep, yeah. Mike, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep the show going. Don't you worry. Thank Promise. you. Don't break it. Thank you, Tara. Okay, all right, Mike. Bye-bye. See you later. All Bye. right. Bye, Mike. The great Mike Malloy calling in. Uh, the god, the godfather of progressive. Yes, talk. exactly. And I'm, I don't know. I, he's amazing. So he's one of my heroes, and 
I don't know. I'm very, I feel honored to have him on the show and also to even be host, guest hosts, hosting with Robin. Thank you, Robin, for inviting me on, uh, Oh, on Mike Mike's show every every time I, every yeah every time I talk to Mike I, I I have a little I have a little flashback because I suddenly I'm 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 not you know 60 going on 16 like I am now mm-hmm. um, because that's one of the wonderful things about my transition is I feel you know when I was in my 50s before I transitioned I felt like you know right. Methuselah right when I started my transition I got free I feel I, I, honest to God I'm not kidding I feel 40 years younger. But every time I talk to Mike, I flash back to, you know, young me uh, on my on my way home from CNN, driving through Midtown Atlanta, out to my little apartment across the Chattahoochee River, and my phone, my 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 phone, geez, no, wasn't a phone back then. My radio in in, in my truck just stayed permanently tuned to WSB Atlanta, where Mike worked, because I would get in the car, truck. Fire it up, turn it on, and Mike would be, you know, Mike, Mike would be there. Mike would, I would get off at like 10 o'clock and, and Mike would be there. And, uh, you know, the, the fire and the fury and the righteous indignation. And it's never changed. It's, that's, that's the thing. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking earlier, Tara, um, if, if we'd gotten to it, I could have asked Mike. He tells a story about one time when he was just sitting around chatting with Sean Hannity. Oh, yes. You could tell it. And Hannity <laughs> looks at him. And, yeah, and Hannity, Hannity, if I recall correctly, Hannity looks at him and goes, "You don't believe all that stuff you talk about, do you?" Mm. And mm. Mike said, "Damn right I do." Right. Don't you? And he said, "Oh hell no! I just, I just do this for the money." Yeah, he said. The, he said, "You still tell, doing you know, that I'll, liberal?" I'll tell, I'll tell the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still doing that liberal thing? Yeah. But Hannity freely admitted that, you know, he only does it for the money. Right. And he also, I mean, I remember Mike calling him the stupidest person in in media, too. Like, he just doesn't have an original thought in his head. He reads whatever comes off the facts. And, in fact, he would just listen to Rush Limbaugh's show and and just do everything he did. He'd just repeat it. Yeah, and just do Limbaugh's show a little later in the day. mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, I've referred to him for almost 20 years as, a, as nothing more than a life support system for a haircut. <laughs> it's true. And a bad haircut, too. And he's like a generic and, and the, man. But, he, he's, he's nothing in, uh, interesting. There's nothing engaging. It's so that's why w- when I see people like him. And now he's on the and, you know, and now he's on the record in his own deposition in the right. Dominion lawsuit saying saying. Of course the election wasn't stolen. I never believed that right. from Trump. That's just and a bunch so, of baloney. So did Tucker Carlson. But he was on air but he was on air hustling it. Yep. Yep. And and stirring up the mob. And that's isn't that I mean you're a lawyer, so you understand these isn't nah, that not po- really, but I did I, you know, I, I had law school in a, in a, in a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> a, yeah. Well, you have a degree, don't you have a degree in law or something? Yeah, something. I do. I do. I so do. Yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah. an accomplishment. So um, but isn't it that they have to prove that he, um, he, that, well, Fox News. So in the Dominion lawsuit, Dominion, part of the damages have to, they have to prove that it was, that they said these lies in malice, that they were doing it deliberately. Actual, yeah, actual malice. Right. Yeah. 
and that's and that the proves funny thing it. is these depositions yeah these depositions are are going a long way toward proving that yes because if you know, you know and, that and, it's and, a lie and you repeat it then you isn't that showing malice towards this company it, i would think so well, it, beca- it, be- it becomes it becomes a jury question hmm. and of course they're in the discovery phase right now and they're talking to everybody and anybody and there's another voting system that's suing too and frankly, I would not like to be counsel for Fox right now because it's not a good time. What's their defense? What would their defense be? What could they even say? Like they didn't know that they thought it was real. See, that's that that's the only thing they could say, right? Well, we thought it was no, true, no, 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 or, no. right? They could always they could always do what they did in Canada several years ago. Mm. Say that they're and not please, news. Oh no. Right. We're, we're not a new. We're not a. We're not right. a news outlet. We have the right to lie. We're strictly entertainment. Right. We're an entertainment outlet. That's we don't probably, have to tell the truth right. to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's, is, you know, I, I refer to that as I refer to that as the Limbaugh defense because right. every time that he would, like when he called uh, Sandra Fluck a slut, mm. you know, mm. his immediate defense was, oh, I, I, "My friends, I'm just an entertainer. I just did that for laughs. Mm. I, I, none what of this is of real." What a dirtbag. They all they all suck, don't they? I mean, every now and that that's the other thing with what Mike was talking about, these breakthroughs in, in science and whatnot. One of the things I think of is that Aren't we? I think we're hitting bottom. You know, it's like being in recovery because everybody knows. Oh, what, don't say that. Don't well, say that. Or maybe not. I mean, we we always go through. No, uh, don't say no. There, there. Tara, honey, mean? there is no bottom. Right. There's I no mean, bottom. you hit bottom and then the trap door opens and you go down to uh, Dante's 50th right. circle of hell. And that's what that's what Trump is. Yeah, I thought we hit bottom with Bush, you know, with George W. Bush. I'm like, how these these uh, these con men they're peddling are getting stupider and stupider. And you oh, know, I'm then so old. Sarah I remember Palin. when Dan Quayle was the bottom. Right. That's true. Yeah. It just, there's no low. They keep getting lower. And, what's lower? I guess who would come after Trump? Well, I guess you know what it's like. It would be DeSantis, somebody like him, who is a more um, polished fascist, like uh, Augustus, like Caesar, like Julius Caesar to Augustus. And there goes the yeah, end of the, better, Rome, better, the Republic. Better, educa- better educated, better educated, polished, adept. Mm-hmm. knows what he wants to accomplish is not in it for his ego he's in it for the cruelty yeah yeah well i mean ego i think too they they all have a sociopathy and they're they all suffer and that's why they have to proclaim themselves to be such good christians too because they don't really understand what it means to be humane and decent and to have empathy for other people because if you had any if you had a shred of empathy for any other human being you would not do that to them you wouldn't put them on a bus and send them to someone's house and yeah, without shoes right like uh, and make a mockery of their entire existence of their of their trauma to add trauma upon trauma because all they're asking for is a day in court. They're asking for this. And that, that's the other thing I hate these Republicans for. Because these people are, they're asking for the, a, just a semblance, a small 
bit of the freedom that the that people like Greg Abbott take for granted. You see, he was born here in the United States. So what what does he know about fleeing a failed state that we helped create? It was just an accident of birth that he's here. You know, he could have another spin of the wheel. He could have been one of these migrants somewhere in some other alternate universe. But, you know, uh, to travel across desert or wherever, you know, to all all the, the, uh, you know, all of the challenges that they had to go through to get here. And then they, they are met with this cruel bastard, you know, making a joke for 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 politics you know and these are the same people that are always like oh you're being political whenever we right, dis- because there are mm-hmm. right because there are tens of millions of texans who get off on the cruel yeah they like it that's they the thing you're right you're right that's it and that's what's most disgusting but you know i you know, think the universe, if you mm-hmm, think about it the universe tried to say the universe tried to save the world from greg abbott mm uh, it, it, because the, the universe dropped a tree on him, mm. and that's how he wound <laughs> oh, up. Oh, really? How he did. When? When, the, yeah. when? I didn't know yeah, that. And, and you know, yeah. And the god and the goddess was sitting there going, "Missed him by that much." Damn. Uh, when? When did that happen? Was he young when that happened? Oh, it was de- it, no, it was it was decades ago. I mean, he was still he was still privileged. He was still up and uh, coming, mm. and he was still he was still filled with hate. Well, he's no FDR, uh, you know. It's like it didn't make him a better. No. Right, you have to have that in you right. to begin make, it with. Didn't, it didn't make it didn't make him a better person. Just like getting shot to pieces didn't make Steve right. Scalise a better exactly. person. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of, speaking of Steve Scalise, I was doing some reading between uh, between shows and, and things earlier, and you know, there's this hardcore cancerous, not as delightful dead enders in the Republican Party who say that it will be a frozen cold day in hell. Before they vote for Kevin McCarthy, yes, speaker. yes. I hope he well, doesn't get it. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but I've been wondering. Well, who the hell would they support? They what? They, you know, they know they can't. They know they can't make marginal trailer queen speaker. <laughs> but but there it is. They might actually promote Steve yeah, Scalise to I put think the shield right, yeah. between Kevin McCarthy's ribs. Yes, and that's what they keep saying. I mean, they're so typical. They're so they're so predictable. You know, oh, Steve Scalise, like he's some kind of, I mean, he's just a basic bitch, too. They have, they have nothing to offer. This is just a nothing. Dude, he's like dude a nobody. Went, dude went, oh. Who is dude, he? Dude went, and, dude went and gave a speech to the Klan, for God's sake. Right. That's their moderate alternative. <laughs> right. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm sorry. Are you there? No, I said, no, that's just, yeah, no I'm right here. That's oh. just. Yeah. Oh well, you know, he gave a speech to the Klan, but oh, you know, he, boy. Did, he, he says he didn't. He says he didn't know it was the Klan at the time. Right. right? He didn't inhale. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. He, he thought. He thought they. He thought they were just doing laundry that day. Yeah. He didn't. You know, it's like it's like uh, perjury, Trader Green, with the speaking at the Nick Fuentes event. You know, I mean, she she went to a, a, an event that he he coordinated. She knew nothing about it. I mean, these are the people that then they they say, um, the oh I didn't know or whatever. You know, it's like but you're supposed to be in the in the House of Representatives. You have a staff. You have don't you're supposed to do due diligence, right? Like, isn't this part of your 
thing. And no, we just hang out with Nazis by accident. I don't know. I've never hung out with a Nazi by accident. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe I went to somebody's house and there was somebody who, who I, but I, I, it was never, you know, a pal of mine. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, I never went to an event with Nazis and, and said, I, uh, I, and, and you know what she did at that event? She, she was like, oh, they're trying to cancel you. And that's why I like you. Cause you, you won't be canceled. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to cancel you for being a Nazi. You see what I'm saying? They, these people have their. It would be a joke. It would merely be funny if they weren't so powerful. You know, they need to. I mean, this, and if they didn't, and if, if they, and if they didn't have such a godforsaken agenda, right? They need to be the marginalized for the good of humanity. I mean, they really, and Mike used to say this all the time, and, I'm, and he still does, that they are a minority party, Republicans. They are not meant, conservatism in general, is not meant to be a majority ideology. Because if that were the case, if human beings were meant to be conservative, I mean, there are there's something to be said. There has to be somebody that says, okay, I mean, in the truest sense of the word, Okay, let's uh, let's slow down here for a minute and and see what you know. Let's take it slow, whatever the hell you know. But it, but we're we're evolving, human beings. Uh, that's what we do, you know. Um, if it was up to conservatives, we'd still be living in the friggin' primordial ooze, you know. If uh, when we crawled out of the ooze, I'm sure there was a conservative there saying, "Hey, wait, 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 stop." Stop, right? As conservative as someone who stands athwart history yelling stop. Isn't that what, uh, what's his name? One of these conservative, um, you know, the, one of these famous old crackers said, that's what he, that's what conservatism <laughs> well, but is. Not, but they're not, but they're not wrong. The fact, the fact of the matter is, you know, Republicans love to fetishize rugged individuals. Oh, and please. Pulling yourself oh, up by your own bootstraps. And, and the lone wolf. No, well, please. here's the thing. Human human beings, being primates, do share some traits in common with, say, wolf packs. Yes. And to the and, and what and what that commonality is, the group in, the individuals only survive as long as the group survives. Right. The lone wolf, the wolf that is exiled from the pack, mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. It's not well, a good I thing. To, I have to tell I have to tell you something. I'm, so I'm out in my car right now. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm just looking off into my yard, and because it's cold, the kitty cats are inside, mm. and there is the sweetest little possum, Aww. who's out, out out foraging in the uh, compost. Is it? And is, she. And, and, mm-hmm. And and she's just so dainty, Aww. and she's really, and she's really. Kind of, she's you know she's very cautious because she doesn't have much in the way of self defense, mm. and so right now she's getting she's getting a snack. What is she eating? And she seems to be very. very um, I, I think she's I think she's eating. Some, I mean, she's just eating some like peelings and stuff that we Aww. throw out and put Aww. on a compost heap. Mm. And she's just yeah, she's just getting a little snack, and just as sweet as can. And she's Aww. a big one too. 
Good. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, no, I can, I'm I fine. Can wax, I wax rhapsodic over possums. See, I love possums. Yeah, I love I love possums. I love raccoons. I love them all. I love animals. All and if this if we I'm, weren't, I'm particularly I'm particularly mm-hmm. partial to possums because they're never they're almost never rabid. Oh, oh honey, don't run away. Um, they're almost never rabid. They eat like. They can eat tens of pounds of ticks and right. fleas. So they're good. And if you've got if you've got possums around, other things don't like to because even though they have no real self defense, they look really mean. Oh really? You know, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but she's Aww. so timid. She just she just she just ran off and ran back. I think she maybe heard my voice or heard me talking mm, about her. And so very you, shy and very you, you know this possum? Is it the same one? Oh yeah, one? she's our watch possum. Does yeah. she have a name? She hangs out. Do you call her name? No, no. I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't asked her her name yet. Oh. Uh, but no, she's 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 just a watch possum. Yeah. See, so if, uh, we, if we weren't living in the last days of the American Republic, this is the show we'd have. We'd talk about possums and animals. And, yeah, my backyard possum. Yeah. We, I mean, that's another thing you should do, yeah. actually, Robin. I'm just saying, uh, th- th- just an aside. I have a, a lot of things I have on my list that I need to do for the new year, including we're doing our show, right? We're doing a show. Yeah, we're doing our show. Okay. Yeah, we're but, doing. Yeah, we're gonna. We have to do this. This is kind of a preview. This is a preview, and it's gonna happen. And we're gonna do a weekly show at least to start, and. uh We'll do it on this channel. But but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know what you should do? Set up a camera. If you if you know this possum, set up a camera and get footage of, you know, of this possum and then just upload it. And you'll get a Robin's lot of... possum cam. Yes. I'm not kidding because I see... I, 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 one of the things I want to do on this channel is put up some uh, of the videos of the cats doing different things and whatnot, just as, uh, and maybe make a little section on the channel called oh, like, Cat Distractions or something. Yeah, I, yeah. and yeah. people love and it. And I just figured out, and I just figured out why the watch possum ran away. Why? We, we, we also have a little skunk who comes in. Oh, well, the skunk. Hmm. You don't want and to she, and, and she's adorable, too. She's yeah. got that, you know, she's got that little skunk yeah. waddle. And she's very shy and timid too, so we try not to screw around with her. But apparently, the possum got on the wrong side of the skunk because I can tell. You know, I don't see the skunk, but I do smell her. Oh, so you think he he uh, the skunk sprayed the possum? Yeah. Oh, yikes! That or, that hurts. Or you know, yeah, or you know, just to keep yeah. You know. So when I go back in when I go back inside the fabulous Kincaid Mansion. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to be making a lot of noise, or at least relatively a lot right. of noise, and be all lit, and be all lit up. Right. So you don't so surprise. So the will, will, yeah. Yeah. Well, understand. Yeah. And and I've run across her before, and she's like, "Oh, hey, okay, pardon me, I'll go this way, you go that way." Have you ever been? They're really shy. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to. They 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 don't want to bother you as much as you don't want to bother them. That's for sure. They just. Right. But you were have, you say, ever... have I ever been sprayed? No. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. No, but I, I, I knew a, uh, I knew a most excellent Labrador Retriever mm. who was uh, bolder than she was smart, <laughs> and 
she was a long time getting that skunk smell on. Yeah. A long time. That's what I've heard. There's really nothing you can do. And yeah, I mean, I know I saw some TV show where they put a dog in a a bath of tomato soup. That was supposed to be the... Yeah, tomato tomato juice, but usually um, some sort of gentle, gentle detergent cleaner helps. Uh, there's a product out there called Odoban that really works well. Mm. Well, um, hopefully you'll never need we've it. Had, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping not to run afoul of her. <laughs> really? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, it's just, you know, I, I live on Goswell Acre, and the deer come through here, and the there we've it's seen lovely. bear sign, and wow. um, it's really and cold though, a right? A bobcat, wow. Right now, it's not that bad. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And it was everything I could do to get my ex-wife, otherwise known as Ellie Mae, not to, here, kitty, kitty. No, honey. Um, it's not that bad. It's, uh, it's 28 degrees right now, which is actually quite No, that's not too bad. bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, so it's, let me, it's, when, let me, it's when it gets down to four or five below. Yeah. That's when it gets ugly. So let me ask you a question, Robin. Are you planning on running for office again? Uh, at this point in time, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I was yeah, hoping. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm going to I'm going to run in 2024 for the same office that I ran for last time. And we can we can we can expand upon the uh, lovely lovely graphic scheme that you put uh, yeah, that you helped put together. Definitely. You did put together. Thank you. I will. Definitely. Yeah, uh, you know, when I when I ran the last time, I was 3 months after surgery. I wasn't any, anywhere near mm. healed up. Right. And I still it's managed incredible. to do, I thought I did reasonably well for the, under the circumstances. And I thought so. so. Now I've got, I've got two, I've got two years to work on it. And yeah, I think the, the campaign should start like now, you know? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, you have a campaign no, manager? I, no, I, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm still, I'm still putting, I'm still putting all of that together. I've got to go down to Charleston and file my pre candidacy papers and all of that stuff. And this is just a lousy time of year to have to do any of those things. So, are you and running as a Democrat or uh, an independent? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm a Democrat. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think I probably will. Well, there's some there's some problems in the Democratic Party of Washington. Oh Washington, right, right. Um, I know. I know what you're saying. There's some. Uh, there's a lot of control freaks. There's. I, I know you were telling me about a person in particular. Yeah, they're like, all. You know, they they're all they always are. But I mean, I'll put my progressive credentials up against anybody. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, but especially when somebody and comes against, in and, new. and, and, mm-hmm. and win against and, and and you know out progressive most of them. Yeah, you definitely will. You know, that, yeah. may, that you know that may not necessarily be a winner around here because of the makeup of the place. But I, you know, I want to, I want to talk about issues that matter. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to talk about, you know, being able to get from one month to the next without right. wondering what's going to be cut off. Right. right. Cause I mean, I live a very, I live a very ordinary life mm. and I don't, I don't have, I don't have a port, stock portfolio and, you know, brand new car every five years and, um, and, mm. and, and a, a wonderful mm. house where everything is fixed. I mean, and everything works. I mean, part of, you know, part of the reason we had such a hard time getting through this last cold snap is we don't have a furnace. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we heat with electric space heaters on a room by room basis. No, no. And it, that's, yeah, and that's it, and dangerous. It, it, makes, it, makes, it makes the electric, 
it makes the electric meter spin like a carnival pinwheel. Holy moly. That's and, really I mean, dangerous though, yeah, isn't it? Like, isn't it bad? I, you know, it's, it's, it's not the, it's not the greatest, but we try not to overload any given circuit. We try to be, you know, we try to be cognizant of that. Mm, mm. Um, but we've, uh, but I've also got a six month old granddaughter in the house. And I'm yeah. like, oh God, just to be beside of her just destroys me. And mm. so I can't have some like kerosene heater running because of I don't course. want her breathing that garbage. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Or for that matter, or for that matter, propane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe someday it'll be possible to put in a furnace or I don't know, but mm. yeah, it's a mystery. It's a mystery, right. but, but you know, we're, 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 we're hillbillies and we lead the hillbilly life. You know, we, right. we, fig, we try to figure out a way forward. So, and I would, you know, I, I, I want to talk to other people, you know, and, and, you know, Hey, you know, yeah. how is it for you? Well, this is I. Um, Stephanie on the chat is saying, "Why don't you run as an independent and then govern as a Democrat?" What do you think about that? Uh, because I would have less chance of winning as an independent than I do as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just wondering because it's, it's West Virginia, so everybody just assumes that they hate Democrats. And Even frankly, though. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of hard nosed about it. I'm not going to be run out of a party that you're I was right. a member of before a lot of people. Exactly. Uh, even knew what no, you're it was. Right. You're right. You're right. And I think it's, it's being yourself. There's something to, that you got to be authentic, really. And so um, I think that the, the reason I'm saying, you know, this is the perfect time to begin because I live in AOC's district, as you know, and, you know, um, she won this upset victory against this entrenched democrat joseph crowley who was in the leadership of the democratic party too in the house and she did it by she knocked on every door in the district and talked to everybody i mean i she didn't knock on my door she's they have she had people you know it wasn't just her but they they had somebody and then that was one of the things you know that set her apart that they literally went to every door in the district and uh talk to people <laughs> and yeah it was crazy that she won i, I voted for her and, yeah but i was like i didn't think i had no i had no i didn't think at all that she was gonna win i'm sure well she didn't either so but anyway i think it's one of the things you do great at would be connecting mm-hmm what she what she proved is that you know regional politics works. It still works. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a little it's a it's a little more difficult here, um, simply because people are so spread out. You're right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And so it it makes it makes it makes going door to door a lot right. more difficult than just sure. walking into an apartment building and riding the elevator. Right, and that's right. not to take anything away from. No, from it's that, true. You're right. That's right. hard ass work. You're yeah. right. Yeah, but it's also, I guess, you know, I don't know. You got to be careful too. That's the other thing. Going around and you never know. I mean, I, I get scared for you sometimes. You know, living in West Virginia, I think about it. it's got to be difficult as a trans woman. Well, out it there. is, and it it, it is. Yeah, it's concerning. Lord, no. But I mean, somewhere that, else. I mean, 
right. my life might be easier. But then again, you know, we saw that we saw the Club Q massacre. Right, right. Uh, as as horrifying as it is to say, and I don't want to jinx myself or anything, I'm probably safer here than I am most places because, you know, mm. the way things are now, you have to get the maximum bang for your for your for your mm. massacre buck. Mm. Mm. And so. You understand what I mean I by see. that? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna go to a a bigger place where more people, right? Yeah, and and you know, there's no there's no way I could ever afford to just go and live right. in a right. place like Washington or Oregon or California. Right. Uh, there are places a lot more friendly than this, but um, I don't happen to have a a a. a, a falling down house on an acre of ground in any of those yeah, places. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would I would love to go. I would, you know, heck, if I could get out to California, I could probably uh, finish, you know, finish up the surgery stuff that I need mm. done. Uh, because, you know, they've got laws that protect um, trans people out right. there and make, make it possible for them to access, you know, Right. I, even if I could, even if I could afford health insurance here, um, even so, uh, I've looked into all of them, and every policy says that everything else I need to have done is deemed to be cosmetic, when it is in fact not. Right. Exactly. It's well, not a cosmetic thing. It's it's, it's a personal safety and yeah, health and well-being of thing, is. Of which any is. other surgery would, you know. So, you know, it's it's just it's one of those things that I just sit around and think about probably too much. Right. Well, they I mean, this is that's the insurance racket. Of course, they they will exclude anything. They never I mean, when I was going to rehab, when I was back in the day when I was younger, they didn't pay for rehabs either because it was considered, you know, like, you know, it was a moral failing and it, not until the laws changed. I, I mean, it was too late for me, though. I had already, you know, I was already clean yeah, by I mean, then. In, in, my, in, my, in, my, in my case, even the insurance policies I've looked at, you know, they say, well, what medications do you take? And I put estrogen. Right. And it says, not covered under this policy. What? What the? F How can they not? That sounds like a basic one that would be covered, right? I mean, it just sounds like. Oh. Hmm. No, I mean I've looked at, I've looked at, a, I've looked at a. There's only like two or three providers, and then there's you know of course different levels of policies, and I'm sure mm. people don't even care about this, but mm. Um, mm. no, uh, you know it's to be to be trans in a state like West Virginia or God knows Alabama mm. or well uh, look at look at what Ron Monkey up DeClantis is doing in Florida, he's trying to he is trying to deliberately and actively force people who are on Medicaid in Florida, trans people, to detransition oh, what a by stopping oh. all their by stopping all their care. Is that legal? How can he do that? It's well, this... the, the problem. The problem is, well, did I say Medicare? I meant Medicaid. The problem oh. is, is that Medicaid is a federal program that is administered by the several states. Right. So I'm Medicaid in Florida yeah. is different from Medicaid in New York. Right. And so Florida can make it, and then they get sued, and they, and you used to go, oh well, they'll get sued, and it'll get straightened out. Right. But that's not when. That's not. That's not the country mm -hmm. we live in now. No, 
No, no. It's uh, yeah. You got, you got a bunch right. of wild right. uh, uh, jurisprudential thugs uh, who are like, "Oh yeah, we hate you." Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. That's it. Right. And the thing is, once you're in the position of somebody like me, uh, you've either got to have one of two hormones running through your body, either estrogen or testosterone, mm. or else you start running into the oh my, my, you know, all my bones are going to break. Mm. And so, yeah. And let's see. Last I checked, uh, a two-month supply of, two, of the two hormones I require is three hundred dollars. Wow. For two months supply. Jesus. And that's cheap. If I got the injectable stuff uh, just over the counter in West Virginia, it's a hundred and fifty dollars a month. Wow. And you know, again, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not something well to do right winger and most of the trans people right. out there aren't mm-hmm. and so you make choices between do i pay the power bill or do i get my medicine all right right Jesus. You know, do i pay the what do i pay the, do i pay do i pay the water bill or do we buy groceries right. it's horrible it's just you know the yeah, constant stress and struggle of being a fucking american and then yeah in this in a country where you know you're being targeted, you're you're a member of a targeted minority group, and yeah, you know, right. I, yeah. I mean, I don't like thinking about it. I don't even like talking about it. But yeah, I'm I'm a member of a group that is roundly, soundly, and thoroughly despised by an entire by an entire major political party. Yeah, in this it's country. incredible because and they, they and that they, and that, and that, and that, you know, that raises another issue though, Tara, if I may. And it doesn't just apply to this situation, but to others as well. You know, I know I know people who are just running run of the mill Republicans. They vote Republican because they're right. mommy and daddy voters. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they are they are to, they're totally accepting. If you talk to them about, you know, uh, asylum seekers, things like that. You know, those poor people they they deserve a shot. Right. And but right. The, you you can't break through the cognitive dissonance in, that's involved there. You know, you tell me you support LGBTQ rights, but yeah. you keep voting for people who hate me. Yeah, I, now, I you hear you. You don't get to walk around saying you support LGBTQ rights. Yep, I'm with you. If, you're, if, you're, if your vote goes to people who despise my very That's existence right. upon this planet, you I don't get you. to do that. Yeah, you don't a... get to hide behind, oh, I'm a good person, mm-hmm. because you're not. Right, I'm, your I'm, act, your I'm socially... Are showing I'm socially liberal and can, but I'm fiscal or whatever. You know, I, I agree. I'm the same yeah, way. Not as long it's, as yeah, not mm-hmm. as long as you're voting for Ron Monkey up the planet, yep. you're not. Absolutely. And I take it you're personally. Just another right wing voter. Yep. It is personal. Is how could you say you're a friend and then vote against vote for a party that is so anti lgbtq just how could you do it and you know i'm a member of your family and you know we have trans people in our family and they're they i don't know i can't even i can't i i take it personally i i'm with you robin there is no difference there's no distinction for me it's it is oh it's let's not talk politics well everything is politics i'm sorry this whole this shitty environment that we live in—it's all politics. So, and well, that what's whole. The old, so what's the old mm-hmm. saying, Tara? 
you may not be in, you may not be interested in politics, but politics is damn sure interested in you. That's right. It's true. And uh, I went out to eat with a friend of mine recently, and he's the I was I talk about him on the show sometimes because he's he's a friend of he's gay, and he listens to right wing radio, and it drives me up a wall. And but that's he doesn't have. I mean, he's very he's a nice person. He's very talented. All his every great nice friend, good friend. But he's, uh, you know, he doesn't have a college degree, so he's not that whatever. He's he's just doesn't have a he's not as well read in a way. You know, he's not as interested in the world, and he doesn't really know history and things like that, right? But he, so he gets his. He's like a perfect right wing radio victim. You know, he gets his this education, quote unquote, from. Uh, I don't know who oh, Michael Savage. That's the fucking idiot he listens to, and oh Jesus, yeah. No. And I'm I'm like, how could you do it? I didn't it? know anybody was listening to Michael Savage right. anymore. I thought right. he's gone. I don't know. Long. Maybe he's not doing it anymore. But this was like, I'm still friends with him, but we don't we rarely talk about it because I, I mean that's like being nuts. a student of Prager University. Yeah. It's incredible. So, but we went out we went out to eat recently, and he was saying. Um, I don't care because he had a fight with his aunt who his aunt is gay too and they were they had an argument about Trump and he um, he said so his aunt said something to him like what do you know you know you never you never read a book you never you don't know anything about you know <laughs> something like that and it's but it's true yeah you know, I mean they're not I mean whatever is this snobbish it's there's when you go to college they tell you they you you read a lot you have to learn about things you would never necessarily learn about but you don't necessarily have to go to college but then uh, if you're if you have a certain level of a of a curiosity that also will suffice but he doesn't you know what I mean he doesn't read about the world he doesn't read history he doesn't read anything current events he knows a lot about like you know bullshit like singers and things like they like uh, things that i don't give a shit about so they had a big fight about um you know uh his he said something i guess he said something about trump and she was like fuck off or whatever this was his aunt and then I, he he dare not say anything about it to me about that he likes Trump, but he said something about um, he said, uh, "Oh, I hate them both, Repu Republicans and Democrats. You could put them all like sink them to the bottom of the sea. I could give a shit. I'm never voting ever again, and it doesn't matter to me. They all suck, right? And and then I was like, I'm gonna have a conniption here because. Uh, it's not both sides. It's not both sides, you know? And this whole um, sink them to the bottom of the sea, I'm never voting again. I'm like, you're you're a fool. You're a fool. You sound, it's that Bertolt Brecht quote, you know, the worst illiterate is the political illiterate, who, uh, yeah, I'm just paraphrasing, puffs their chest and says, I don't, uh, I I care nothing for politics, but it's it's that idiot that, that he doesn't know that his that out of his ignorance is the prostitute, the abandoned child. I mean, I'm just paraphrasing, and they they don't he doesn't seem to get. It. I'm like everything is fucking politics. So you know, 
to to be so proud that I'm not I will never vote again. That's not a superior moral high ground you're on. You're just, you know, you've become uh, exactly what really conservatives want you to be just uh, you know whatever they do this and that and that's why they don't want people to vote they want people to be tuned out and say they're both the same and nothing matters and but of course it matters look at what at least we stopped them in the midterms you know i mean i know and I'll, i'll probably get people saying like i'm naive and all this other shit democrats are useless and and i but I, I don't know. Yeah, Democrats are swimming in the filthy pool corroded by money. The problem is money in politics. But, you know, there are some Democrats that don't take corporate money. That's the, the, the requirement for being in the progressive caucus. And so, you know, how do we make change short of what 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 are the, what's the solution we just do nothing and let it continue to slip into fascism and say nothing i don't know and be oh, well, like no, that's you know that's that's you know that's the that's the uh susan sarandon answer you know back when trump was uh, not elected mm. he said well you know the lotus has to grow from the mud <laughs> well oh, please, i know please, nobody please, wants to hear that please. now right exactly Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got too much mud and not enough lotus. Right, that's it. That's um, it. That's it. But, right. but no, I mean, it, it it can be done. There's stuff worth working on, and mm. yeah, you know, I, I don't like it when I this. You know, you mentioned the guy, and you know, oh, both sides. Yeah. I hate him, Bruga Bruga. Right. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, no, they are not both sides equal. No. No. The Republican Party is what is is two hundred proof. Bat shit crazy. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Let them talk for five minutes. Even the ones you think are kind of normal. Let them go no. for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 pre- and pretty soon, you'll know, nope, that one's bat shit crazy. Too. Right. Right. Do we, have, do, do, we, do we have some members of the Democratic Party who, I mean, I can name a couple, but yeah. I'm not gonna. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, I mean, we do. Yes. But... They are not the majority. Right. I mean, I, I, one of the little fantasy scenarios that's running through my head right now is that they have their vote on January 3rd for Speaker of the House, and every Democrat votes for Hakeem Jeffries. Every mm. Democrat. Mm-hmm. And Kevin McCarthy comes up one vote short. Mm-hmm. Hakeem Jeffries is Speaker of the House. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, he's kind, he's kind of a, he's kind of a corporate Democrat, but he brought some progressive voices in around him. That would that, that would that would delight me beyond I know. my ability to it express would. it, Tara. Right, it would. I agree. I, would, I probably wouldn't speak. I probably wouldn't be able to stop giggling. For you a think that's bit. you think that's a possibility? You think that might actually I, happen? I, it could happen. I mean, it, it, it could. Happen. You, it you could. Vote until you get them. In. You vote until you vote until somebody has a majority, and then you can't go. I'm taking it back like after you vote. <laughs> I no, don't mean it. No, you vote. Your vote. Your vote is your vote. Yeah. Hmm. And oh, that, would that would be, be that would be absolutely that would be. Wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't gee. it? I mean, it could happen. January third. I'm going. January third. I'm going to grab me a pint of Hagen Dazs and just and pop some popcorn and sit back and. 
Oh, that would yeah. be lovely. Please, please, God, let them step on their own feet. Yeah. Well, I, I just thinking about the next two years with Kevin McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy. I mean, well, oh. he's so vile and so he's such a he's such a lick spittle with a spineless, cowardly lick spittle. That's he's disgusting. I refer to him as Kevin McCarthy, man of silly putty. He's yeah. What is he? What is he except a self-serving ass lick? That's what he is. He's just an he's just an ugly little wad of right. Of- Really not particularly well-focused ambition. Right, right. He's so, it's so transparent. He's, that he is a grasping, uh, underwhelming, pasty nothing. Uh, He's not, he's not, there's not an ounce of service in him. It's all self-seeking, self-dealing. When I I look at, when I look at Kevin McCarthy, I always think about what uh, Gertrude Stein said about, and no offense to Oakland, no offense to Oakland, Gertrude Stein was from Oakland, California. Mm. And when they would ask her about where she came from, Gertrude Stein would they'd say, well, what's, why are you in Paris? What's wrong with Oakland? I mean, what a dumb question. <laughs> uh, but why are you in Paris? Why are, what's wrong with Oakland? That's and funny. And she would answer, there's no there there. Right. Right. And and that's what Kevin McCarthy is. There's no there there. Right. What is it? Well, he's a leader. He's not a leader in any way. He's a you follower. Could, you could give him an enema and bury him in a matchbox. I mean, it it just right. Exactly. Because he's full of shit. I like that one. I never heard that one. That's good. No, but it's so true. <laughs> there's not there's not an ounce of leadership in him uh, to in any way shape or form and he has and now you know say what you will about nancy pelosi and we do but you know he's gonna follow her it's like there he's We're not gonna, gonna, he's, it's gonna be a long time before we see as strong a speaker of the house as she, as uh-huh, she has been. exactly and she makes and it see, look I easy cut, mm-hmm. i cut her i cut her slack because in the in the vast majority of situations she has done her damn mm-hmm. job she has she has shepherded important right. legislation yeah. through the House of Representatives and sent it to the Senate, where it has died in a pool of blood and dust on the desk of of, of right. Mitch McConnell yep. with Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin Ugh. sitting there playing, you know, sitting there drawing tic tac toe squares on it. Fuckers. I mean, there's there's a reason we are where we are. Right. And and. You know, I, I preached it all during the midterms, uh, midterm cycle. Bust your ass on the Senate. You know, and, and, you know, we are at least in theory, you know. Yeah, thanks, Kirsten. I know. Uh, oh, bitch. I hate you know, don't, get, don't, get, don't get me started. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if we, you know, if you're sick of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, you're not going to get rid of them. Uh, I mean, not in any way that's got any value. I, I, I answer questions constantly about, oh, God, Joe Manchin, you know, you fucking West Virginian. Right. God well, damn, I can't just send this somebody mm. better. And I'm the, I'm the Manchin whisperer, okay? <laughs> I, and I will say straight up, you don't want 
what's going to come after Joe Manchin. Right. Yeah. There is not going to be a viable progressive challenger to Joe Manchin. Right. Right. And if there is a progressive challenger to Joe Manchin, they'll lose the same way the last one did, you know, 62 to 38. Mm. Mm. And so he will be the Democratic nominee, but he's probably in more jeopardy now than he's ever been. From who, though? And, uh, well, uh, primarily the guy who jumped out there first, a, mem- a member of Congress named Alex Mooney. I call him Looney Mooney because it rhymes and it's true. Uh, but Joe, and maybe maybe your listeners don't know, but... There was a special election because we lost a we lost a congressional seat mm. due to the twenty twenty census. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, so the two Republicans had to face off against each other for one seat in a special primary, and it was David McKinley versus Alex Mooney. Well, Alex Mooney is a total piece of shit. He used to be the chair of the Maryland Republican Party. But then he walked across the street and decided he was a hillbilly because mm. he couldn't get elected dog catcher in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Because even in that western part of Maryland, they were like, oh, no, you're an asshole. Well, he managed to get elected to Congress in West Virginia, so he runs and so he has to run in a special primary against David McKinley, who was the darling of, I kid you not, he's a Republican and he was endorsed by labor. Never mind, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> Oh. But Joe Manchin, so Joe, so Joe Manchin uses all of his political clout and says, "Well, I think, I think, I think David McKinley would be the best man for the job, and he certainly has my endorsement." And you know, he's oh, one of those people Jesus. who wants to find solutions, oh, and he that. preached that 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 smarmy uh, horseshit uh, that he preaches all the time. Yes, and uh. so they went to this primary with. All of Joe Manchin's power and backing behind David McKinley, and Alex Mooney beat David McKinley like he owed him money. Ah. Wow. And so Alex McKinley has announced that he's going to run for the Republican nomination for Joe Manchin's Senate seat. Mm. And Joe may lose. And what I want people to understand is this, as easy as it is to hate Joe Manchin, mm-hmm. you do want you do like to have that number there that yeah. one more alleged Democrat. Okay? Exactly. Yes. And, and Alex Mooney as a Republican in Joe Manchin's seat will make Joe Manchin. It'll yes. make Joe Manchin look like Bernie. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's that serious. But you don't solve the Manchin problem. In Manchin's home state, you don't solve. Well, you can. You may be able to solve the, uh, the the cinema problem in Arizona. That scares me to death because I'm fully convinced that the Republican nominee for Senate will be Carrie Lake, and Independent will be Kirsten Cinema, and Ruben Gallego will run as a Democrat. Hmm. Just say it once, and see if you don't throw up a little bit in the back of your mouth, Senator Carrie Lake. Oh no, no. But the way. The the way the way you solve the Joe Manchin problem, Kirsten Cinema problem, is in other states by electing Democrats and taking away Republican seats. Yeah. And 2024, Tara, I don't know if you've looked at the map, is freaking terrifying. Yeah. Democrats have to defend. Democrats have to defend 24 seats. Republicans only have to defend 10, and almost every one of those those is absolutely safe. Mm. Shit. That we lose John Teaster in in Mon. We we lose John Teaster in Montana. We're fucked. 
we lose Joe Manchin in West Virginia. We're fucked. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, you know, there's 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 other places that where 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 Democrats are vulnerable. And I think another we got another one coming up in Nevada, and that'll be hateful. Hmm. Uh, you know, Arizona, of course. But it's Sherrod Brown in Ohio. Hmm. The state that just gave us J.D. Vance. Ugh, fuck. 2024 in the Senate gives me the absolute fantasy just thinking about it. Hmm. Now I'm Sorry, upset. I didn't mean to be Robin Kincaid, Little Ray of Sunshine. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck, I, I saw something, but I don't know. You know, one of these corporate media shows. I mean, it's t- we got time, a little bit of time, but to uh to stress out about it but they were saying that yes it is the map looks tough but um you know there maybe it was just some democrat blowing smoke though and they were like we 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 will keep this in yeah i hate i hate the lost opportunity i hate the lost opportunities from this midterm mandela barnes right we had a great candidate uh running running against uh uh, uh, rand paul and that thing on his head Mm. um The, the the fuck up by the by the by the DNC in Ohio that wound up giving us JD Vance. I know. Look how know. look how damn close Georgia was. Yeah, Georgia I know. That's disgusting. That right with this complete, absolute unfit fraud too. They're all they just run frauds and they are unqualified. They're unfit, but that's. That's the power of media. It is. That's where it comes yeah, from. It's but, the media. Right, but, that has, you know, thank, mm-hmm. thank God. But thank God the Republicans ran suck ups. Right. You know, thank that's God it. they ran. Dr. That was the Oz. only. Thank God that's they what ran Herschel us. Walker. You're right. You're right. And that's, you know, Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch is, he's aware of that too, unfortunately. But, you know, it's, uh, it's very true. And that's why, you know, having Trump. And um, the, the people are saying, oh, it's just it was so uh, it was so cynical of and well, Adam Kinzinger said this, too, in his goodbye speech is that it was so um, it was wrong of Democrats to prop up these Trump and Z candidates with one breath and vilify them with another with another. Well, why? They want to win. They want to win the fucking election. So, you know. I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with Democrats. I if they thought that that was going to give them some leverage, I think they were right to to prop up. The, I mean, I get the idea that it's a, I get the idea that it's a dangerous game. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, it's never it's never not a dangerous game. Exactly. It's uh, oh well, we should and and there there's Adam Kinzinger again. You know, asking it's always up to the Democrats to. We have to fight with one hand tied behind our back constantly while the Republicans are like slinging poop and with nails and, uh, you know, and uh, bioweapons at us. It's just it never stops with them. They have no they have no standards. There's no integrity. So uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with funding a candidate if that's what you think you have to do is is uh putting some complete kook uh making sure that kook is your opponent 
I don't see that. That's yeah. I don't see there's anything. And they were like, oh well, they did that with Trump, and look what happened. But that was, you know, that was a fluke. Trump received fewer votes. I mean, there was uh, he won by quote unquote, you know, I'm saying one in quotes by what was it, thirty thousand votes altogether in different counties because of the electoral college. He didn't win. You know, it was just uh, he pulled out an inside straight with it was he was just lucky that day. But anyway, here we are. Dumb luck is a thing. The dumb luck. I hate to say it, dear, but I have I hate to say it, dear, but I have got to go. I know you do. I've got a doctor's appointment in the morning. I got to do all these things. Well, thank you. Thank you. Because we're going to be talking again tomorrow. And because uh, yes, we're, we we're filling in for Mike Malloy again tomorrow, so that'll be fun. All the way to Friday. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Robin, for sharing my. Oh, my, my pleasure. My and birthday. I hope, I hope you. Ha- I hope you. I hope you had some kind of a happy birthday. I really, yeah, really do. I do. As happy as it can be. So you know, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really appreciate it. it. Makes me. I. It. You know. I woke up a little bit. Eh, whatever today. And it's always stressful for me, you know, because I think about all the things well, I don't have. You are, and, you are yeah. absolutely, you are absolutely dear to me, and among the dearest of my friends. Thank and, you, Robin. And, you and, too. And I am, I am so grateful for that. Me too. I'm grateful for you. I and really I am. Hope you have a wonderful evening. All right, honey. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. You got it. All right, all right Robin. See you soon. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Robin Kincaid. The great Robin Kincaid. And here comes my next guest has entered the studio. I'm sure you can hear him. He's like, he doesn't have his mic on yet, though. Oh, shit. The fucking camera just went out again. Tara Jr. Jr.'s here, everybody. <laughs> That's my cat, everyone. Named after myself. In case you're new. Yeah, he's a good boy. Isn't he good? Look at how good he is. What a good boy. We'll do a split screen for now. Everybody likes the cat. They like looking at him. I do, too. It's really good for my blood pressure. So, let's see. I'm sorry, guys. I have been neglecting the... Wait, hold on. Shit. Tower's knocking everything over. Um, I've been neglecting you guys in the chat. I know that there's some super chats. And thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat, as always. And thank you for being a moderator as well. And thank you, Pookie's Mommy, for your incredibly generous super chat. Happy birthday, Tara. Cheers to another year around the sun. Thank you. Thank you so much for your generosity and for your just just your your support. I can't do it without you. And thank you, Haiku, for always being there and and for your being in my corner constantly and being a moderator. And I know that, you know, I can't do it without you either so i i don't know i can't even i hate i hate this it makes me feel funny i feel silly but 
I feel, I hope it, you know how much uh, you guys mean to me. Right? And here we are. Cats and humans living together in perfect harmony. And Trucker John, nice to see you. Happy birthday to, well, to me, he says. Happy birthday, Tara. Thank you. Thank you. It's a happy birthday now that you're here. And thank you, Shannon. Nice to see you, Shannon. And Paradue, nice to see you. And Robin, thank you, thank you, thank you. Errol, Stephanie, thank you guys. Richard W. and Jim. And who else did I miss? Anybody? We got more people here, but Richard and Sage and... Who else? I miss Jen. Hello, Jen. Thank you for your birthday wishes. And Mark C. Nice to see you, Mark. Hope you're all hanging in there. One day at a time, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Jonathan. Nice to see you, Jonathan. Thank you, Ed the Second. So nice to see you, Ed. Play Dave is in the house. Nice to see you, Play Dave. And JD. Oh, nice to see you. Oh, yeah, JD, thank you for your birthday gift on PayPal. Very thoughtful. Because you already gave me a gift. You gave. I thought you gave me a... Oh, maybe that was Christmas? Keep it coming, JD. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Very thoughtful. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a uh, part of this my little family here thank you deborah oh my god shannon thank you for your super chat your very generous super chat and the very cute little emoji look at this fucking cat trying to fucking abuse me what is up with you you hear the way he, talk he talks to me Come on, asshole. You're, you're pissing me off. He just wants me to pet him. It's pet time. Honey, you're bothering me. You see this? You see the way he manipulates my, my hand? It's like, get that hand over here. Oh, thank you, Trucker John, for your very generous super chat. Happy birthday. Trucker John has his own show. Trucker, put your link in the damn chat so people can follow you. <clears throat> can subscribe. Right, Junior? Right? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Well, yeah, another year around the sun. I can't believe it. I can't believe. It's been so many years around the sun. You know, what can you do? What's the alternative? Could be worse. Can't believe it, though. Something, you know, it gets me, you know, I get every birthday, I'm like, ugh. You know, I think about all the things I don't have. It's not good. And that's how I started today. And then I, I had to talk myself down immediately because... It would have, I, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, it'd be 
spiral myself down, talking myself into having a bad day, you know? So I had to take my own advice, put a pin in it, put it on the shelf, and stop thinking about it. I literally had to make myself stop thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a decision to feel better. And not, who cares, whatever. It's one day. Uh, it's one day out of the year. And also, you know, thinking, I don't know, whatever. I always think about how much I need to do and what I've not done and things that I haven't done, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's not a good way of thinking. So. But that's why we're here together because it's we're all uh, not, everyone's, we're all not down at the same time. So we talk each other, you know, we need, we need backup. So we, it helps each other to talk to, you know, talk ourselves off the ledge. Yeah, yeah. Look at the attitude with Junior Junior, Shannon says. Exactly. It's crazy. It get it's only crazy when it's only like this when the show is on, though. Look at this shit. Look at him. He's a he's like a he's an abusive boyfriend. Why are you staring at me like that? I love him though. He's very good otherwise. Hey. And you know that. He's very good. He's a baby. He's a very big baby. He doesn't know. He I try to tell him what goes on in the world. When I come back from helping the the community cats, I'm like, you don't even know what the fuck is going on out there, Junior. And here you are. Pet me, pet me. Have some have some gratitude. Put some gratitude in your attitude, young man. Yes. Is it is it a ginger kitty thing? Pookies. Yeah, it could be. He's very bossy. <laughs> Will you say say that to the to the fam? Come on. Come on. Listen to him. He's very purry. He's good for your blood pressure. He really is. <laughs> Here's another hand that's not petting me. Exactly, Haiku. I'm trying. I'm trying. Just can't go fast enough for him. All right, motherfucker. I'm petting you. See? There we go. How's that? Better? Good. He sounds like Chewbacca. Too. He's got that Chewbacca kind of whatever. I can't do that. That no, I could never do that. Like you know, when they do that, it sounds like a what do you call that? Trilling or something? Hey, ow! It's my birthday and I'm being attacked by an animal. Look at this fucking cat. All right, I have to put him back. You're going back. <laughs> You're going back. We will be back. Mm, ah. You stay right there, buddy. 
you're a good baby. Okay. Haha. <laughs> uh -huh. The perils of being small. All right. Yes, Tara Jr. Jr. is the producer. And here he comes. All right. Well, what else are we talking about? We're going to, I'm going to bounce soon because I can feel the COVID in my chest rising up again. It's probably time to go to bed, but I want to just finish. I don't know. It's when, when I think about what, what is entail, what, what's in store for us in the new year. Oh, the other thing, well, we've talked about it on the show before, but when Mike was talking about how we're making breakthroughs in science, and, and that is incredible, and it's really true, and he was, I was thinking, and Robin Robin uh, mentioned it, how, um, yeah, capitalism is going to get in the way somehow. How are they going to fuck it up? Someone's got to get paid, of course, but... The other thing I was thinking was that, you know, I don't know, is it just me who's sick of them? It can't be. They're, they're antics, they're, they're nonstop childishness. It's, it's tedious, isn't it? It's, uh, have we had enough of it? So th this is what I wonder if, when I was talking about hitting bottom, I think there has to be the, a turning. It's sort of like with, uh, the end of the first Gilded Age. We had the Progressive Era, and now here we are in the second Gilded Age. And we could, is that, yeah, hopefully we're on the cusp of a new Progressive Era. I think so, even though, of course, it's going to, I don't know, if I'll live long enough to see it, who knows at this point. But it's even the Democrats, the corporate Democrats, have to do are giving voice to things that they would never have supported even 10 years ago, like, um, you know, same PP marriage and things like that. And healthcare, universal healthcare, whether they, even the corporate Dems with their, um, like Joe Biden talking about how he wants to expand on Obamacare. The overarching theme is how, um, that everyone deserves health care as a human right. That that used to not be a um, the the mantra. So, ugh, we have changed, but we do have a lot of more work to do. Let's see. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I wanted to say: there's some good news. So we were talking about George Santos, and you know they have no standards. But I saw this article in the, where is it? In the Advocate, you know, the gay magazine or gay paper, whatever, whatever it is, website. The lying George Santos, let the lying George Santos keep his seat. This writer says, he, uh, written by John Casey, one day during a previous job, our PR team received a new employee with little warning. I immediately went to LinkedIn to find this mystery person to no avail. I think this is, is the only person I've crossed paths with professionally who doesn't have a LinkedIn page. Through a Google search, I found some self-generated content that hyped a well 
connected political operative. And uh, he writes, we were a publicly traded digital company. During our first meeting, I asked this person if this person knew a high-profile friend of mine from one of his political jobs. Of course I do. He's a great guy, was the reply. My response was, you do? Yes, they said. He died two weeks ago. The point is, this person lied on his resume, or whatever he submitted to HR. And when I went to HR repeatedly with the evidence that he lied, nothing was done. He remained, and I was, and I was pushed out, says the writer. I've been thinking about this, uh, this incident of dereliction by my old employer with all the news about GOP congressman-elect George Santos, who was elected the Republican representative of New York's third district that includes much of Long Island, which is, if, I mean, this is me talking, uh, which is a shit show. It's a trump paradise out there, I have to tell you. So, it's like Staten Island, in a way. But a little more upscale. My hope is that the Republicans take a cue from my old employer and ignore his lies. Just a week before Christmas, when Santa checked those lists, the New York Times revealed that Santos's list was a long one of lies. Santa didn't have time to check the list twice since it was a mile long. Santos is the definition of naughty. Yesterday, the New York Post published an interview with Santos where he admitted he embellished his resume. Embellishing might be adding more responsibilities under one of your job descriptions or fudging the year you graduated from college in order to appear younger. Embellishing might also include a list listing charity work that you may have done once or twice or not at all. What Santos did was a flat-out lie, if that's what you want to call it. Um, well, uh, excuse me, a flat-out lie on his resume, if that's what you want to call it. Santos's CV reads more like a work of fiction, a graduate of Baruch College. He never went to college. Working at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, he was never employed by them. His Jewish background? He admitted to the Post that he's Catholic, He's a proud gay man. He was married to a woman and they divorced, something he failed to disclose on his campaign trail, but he is supposedly very much gay now, he says. Santos, also, I mean, he's disturbed, you see? That, that's the thing. It's exactly what we say. Although all Republicans aren't disturbed, People, all disturbed people, are Republican. It's, it's the truth. He's, he fits right in. They're, they're a big tent of kooks, geeks, freaks. As, but, as, but don't be an individual, really. As long as, I mean, they'll take you. They'll take a gay, for example. As long as you prop up their... Uh, you're all in. You're all all in with their hate, you know, hating other gays and trans people. Oh my God, Um Santos always, uh, excuse me. Santos also said he owned over a dozen properties, but guess what? 
he confessed uh, he confessed to not owning any he's actually living with his sister you see he's supposed to be this big businessman right he's in debt his last job paid $55,000 a year he was remiss in paying rent in his last place of residence oh shit he's back if I were Santos's sister, wait, wait, wait. Then there's the potential for a real whopper. His financial disclosure form says he has $11 million in assets. How? If I were Santos's sister, I'd tell him to get his ass off the couch and at the very least rent a room in a group home with some of that supposed $11 million. See, he just, he lied. He lied. Here's one of the ironies. He told the Post, I intend to deliver on the promises I made during the campaign. Fighting crime, fighting to lower inflation, to improve education. The people elected me to fight for them. The people thought they elected a shrewd financier, non-divorced millionaire who went to a New York college. So he's lying to them already. Do you really believe he's going to fight for them? I mean, this is what Republicans are. They are perpetual dupes. They are the perpetual con man's marks. And they're and they're, they are the personification of thank you. Can I have another? Right. He'll foc he'll he'll be focused on fighting to save his reputation. He's been exposed as a liar, as a phony, as a joke. Case in point, Republican congressional leadership reportedly knew all along that Santos was a joke, and they did nothing, which is outrageous on its own and a vicious slight to the voters of New York's 3rd Congressional District. Prove, this is me now. Proving again exactly what I say all the time is that Republicans hate you. They hate the, the people they pretend to represent. They have no respect for you. They know you're a bunch of morons who are gobbling all the, their hateful propaganda and you'll just vote for your own demise again and again and again as long as you can, as long as they tell you that it's okay to hate the same people they hate. So that's their little club. According to the Post, senior House, re senior House Republicans were apparently aware of the inaccuracies and embellishments in the member-elect's resume, and the topic became a running joke. What a bunch of baleful bastards. Disgress digressing slightly, I keep seeing former Congressman Steve Gunderson in stories about Santos because Gunderson was the first publicly out uh, uh, wait, excuse me. Gunderson was the first publicly, pu pu well, right, why can't I talk? Was the first publicly out a Republican in Congress who won an election? Talking, I don't know. That's that's the way the sentence is written, and I thought I was reading it wrong, but it doesn't. Seem, it seems like it's uh, there's missing a word out publicly out gay person or gay man. Uh, Santos is the only third and first non-incumbent that says all you need to know about the Republican Party. However, conflating Gunderson with Santos does a great injustice to the former Wisconsin representative. I spoke to Gunderson on the 25th anniversary of his coming out on the House floor. 
He's a decent man, and he's far away from the baleful Republican Party we see today. Republican leadership, especially Kevin McCarthy of California, Santos said he would vote for McCarthy as House Speaker, are desperate to keep their slim majority in the House, so they're going to take a cue from my old company and just brush off all the fabrications and deceptions. And why wouldn't they? In today's Republican Party, one of the prerequisites is lying. So Santos fits right in. This might be great in the short term, but wow, what a bonus for Democrats who now have the Republican poster child for lying. Democrats will hammer home the imposter that is Santos. I could say clever ads. I could see clever ads, clever memes. Um, I lost my place. Hold on. Where is it? Shit. Oh, yeah. And talking points all around the fact that this is one of the fibbing faces of the Republican Party. Santos comes across as a normal liar, which is why he'll be a political target if he's able to stay in Congress. What I mean by this is that everyone who knows, everyone knows that the likes of Marjorie Trader Green and Lauren Boebert and Matt Getz, just for starters, are warped, cartoonish morons that can't be taken seriously. Therefore, featuring them in campaign ads is redundant. It's a given that 80% of the American electorate knows that Democrats aren't pedophiles and don't run underage cabals of sex workers. That's all fantastical and not relatable. Now enter Santos. Some of his sins are out-and-out lies that most of us can relate to, unfortunately. What I mean by this is that <clears throat> excuse me, that many of us have embellished our resumes a tad or two, but we haven't flat out lied. We know that if we did lie on our resumes, we'd be fired. And if Santos isn't fired by the Republican Party like we would be, what kind of message does this send? I had a reporter call me about the person who lied on their resume that I crossed paths with at a former company. The reporter heard the rumors, too, that this person was shady. I declined to help him with the expose about this person. I don't want to go anywhere near it. If Santos says, stays in Congress and blithely runs for re-election, will anyone get near him? I'm shaking my head with all the calls for Santos to resign. Let him stay. Let the Republican leadership wallow in the mud of its degenerating deceptors. Trump and his lies might be withering away, but there's plenty like Santos ready to step back in and pick up the slack. For Republicans, that means the lies will keep on coming. Abraham Lincoln is rolling in his grave. <laughs> that all these liars are in his party. Once said about liars, if a, he says, uh, this is Abraham Lincoln, if a man will stand up and assert and repeat and reassert that two and two do not make four, I know nothing in the power of argument that can stop him. Well, isn't that, I never heard that quote, and that's John Casey at The Advocate, but that, that is the Republican Party. Two and two... Do not make four assert again and again. 
I know nothing that can stop him. That's them. But they have nothing to offer. And the the worst part about having to endure the next two years with these this clown show is that every uh, is all the progress i know that joe biden will try to get things done with whoever he can we'll see what he can do maybe he can pull a rabbit out of a hat but there will be will there'll be no universal health care there'll be no great progressive uh initiatives and i hope i really do hope i'm wrong there but it will be nothing but a clown show and here's Here's the first Republican press conference. And you know what they they previewed. Numerous schemes involving the Biden family reviewed Hunter Biden's laptop, Hunter Biden's business deals. Hunter Biden isn't this innocent guy. We're not trying to prove Hunter Biden is a bad actor. He is the evidence that's already out there uh, pertaining to Hunter Biden. If we can keep it about Hunter Biden, this is kind of a big deal. We think if we can keep it about Hunter Biden, that would be great. (laughs) Hunter Biden, who is, he's not, he's not an advisor. He doesn't work in the government. Okay. So the, the troubled son of the, the, the president who has no position in government let's keep harping on him it's it does smack of nothing but vindictiveness of course it is when uh the kushners who were working in the white house walk away with two billion dollars but before we go one last thing i wanted to say there are there's some good news well friday we'll be back on friday for a regularly scheduled Tara Buster Friday evening. And um, that'll be fun because that's the day that Trump's tax returns are going to be made public. So that'll be fun. We'll talk about that. And But the other good news is that, and then this is it. We got, I got to go because <clears throat> I don't know if you can hear it. It's in my, my voice is going again i can feel it in my chest the covid coming it's coming out it's coming to get you over the over the series of tubes but carrie lake who is a performance artist in her own right um is has been ordered by a judge to compensate katie hobbs for some fees for the election lawsuits which is good but he that's not i mean it's half and half he declined to sanction her which i mean you know that's a problem so good news bad news i suppose because you know if there's no hit these hit these fucking grifters where it hurts but there there's no consequences and i mean in the wallet Right, legally and peacefully in the wallet. That's all they care about, money. They have nothing to offer. They're just about money. Feathering their nests. Money and power. But if there's no consequences, 
uh, you know, why not keep keep it up, bitch, right? So, anyway. All right. Guys, guys, guys. Guys, 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 guys. I gotta go. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for exactly Stephanie Vindic Vindictive and Desperate. Wait a minute. Oh, Libby, thank you for your your um for your PayPal birthday gift. Thank you. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to open what is my phone number here? <laughs> you see? I'm losing it. Maybe that's co where where COVID is getting me. Brain fog. Right? Isn't that a thing? COVID fog? I never had it before. Or maybe I'm just tired. Now, every that's the way it is, though, right? Because my father had Alzheimer's. So anytime I, I forget something, I'm like, oh, fuck, here comes the Alzheimer's. Glenn Karen Murray. Oh, it shouldn't. Well, I guess I can say your last name. Thank you. Thank you, Libby. Libby. For your generous and nice birthday support donation. But every time, you know what I'm saying, every time uh, I forget something. Like, for example, actually, I wonder now that I'm saying this. No, because, you know, when I woke up on Wednesday, this is when I went to the vet. Maybe I had COVID already because I remember feeling kind of out of it. And I thought it was, I, th oh wait, I thought it was Thursday. I don't know. I had my days mixed. Oh, maybe, no, no, no. Forget it. I'm saying it wrong. I thought Thursday was Wednesday. You see what I'm saying? Uh, maybe I have brain fog. Yeah, get some rest, truckers. Like, <laughs> truckers like, good night. Get some rest. I do need it. All right, guys, 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 listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for hanging out on my birthday and for all your great participation. And I want to thank Mike Malloy, of course, and Robin Kincaid for spending my, my, my birthday, my one more day, one more trip around the sun. Thank you um, for sh celebrating with me and for all your generous super chats and words of support and if you can, tell your friends about the show. Share the show with your friends. If you're, you know, if you're into this shit. And um, give the show a good review. Thank you, Stephanie, for your super chat. Very much appreciated. Give the show a good review on iTunes. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You are worth it and live it. So we will be back on Friday. And yeah, we will. We'll talk about Trump's tax returns. Thank you, Paradu. I love you right back. Thank you, guys. And remember, we will win. Right? Yes. Because... We're on the right side. Oh, yeah, APS Radio News. Remember, support our sponsors and affiliates. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. 
We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. This is Tara Jr. Jr. Ow! 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 And I will see you very soon. Well, Friday. I'll see you Friday.